hear that yes <laughs> okay cool just so i'm just i'm recording it through here looks like we're good all right <laughs> a little swig of my iced tea oh yeah good idea oh what you slipping on what is that uh some iced sort of coffee. iced coffee <laughs> oh. the ice already melted already even though i just put it in five minutes ago <laughs> <laughs> what's up guys it's another episode of your favorite online Indie film spotlight. This week we were we we're spotlighting videographer and photographer Kim Sawyer. Kim, what is up? What's up? Happy to be here. <laughs> Happy to have you. Had quite a while. <laughs> I know. I haven't seen you in forever. I know. It's been what, like since before the plague. I every <laughs> that's how I feel like everything is nowadays. It's just like <laughs> the before times, which is kind of crazy to think that you know where we are right now is just so dramatically and drastically different from where we started. Would have never thought that this was coming up like the beginning of 2020. I was like, yeah, ready to go. It's going to be a great year. And then like March came and I was like, life sucks. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of, I'm in a weird spot where it's just like, things are kind of going back to normal, but it still doesn't seem real. Yep. yep. And, uh, but I, I'm just excited to I, I'm glad, you know, because of COVID, this this whole thing kind of started. So I'm glad that I'm able to find a way to stay connected with my friends and also talk about how awesome they are. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for choosing me. I appreciate that. <laughs> so, so Kim, um, what what got you interested in filmmaking? What was your um, start? I actually went to school for being like a zoologist and things like that, like very into animals and uh, veterinary medicine. And I actually happened upon a Nat, Nat Geo doc crew while I was doing some field work out in Kenya. And I was just like, that was like the moment that kind of hit me. I was just like, I kind of want to go into that career rather than the career I am in now. So like I molded over for a couple of years and then just like one day I was just like, I'm into it. Here I am. And so I just, I quit vet veterinary medicine and now here I am. <laughs> wow. And do you want to go into a little bit like what you do now um, and how you kind of switched gears in um, from doing this zo uh, zoology into like basically all the video stuff that you do? Yeah, sure, sure. Um, mostly I work in like docu-style um, interviews and things like that. A lot of them are um, like discovery and science uh, centric which that's like what my passion is for. Um, but I have done a lot of work with History Channel. Uh, but basically I just, I love hearing what people have to say and when people are passionate about something and they're going on and like some people would say that it's rambling, but I could just sit there like behind the camera and just listen to them forever for hours and hours. And that's like what it is half the time. And I'm really, I really, really enjoy it. So what was that one moment? Do you have like a key moment where you're just like, was it seeing the equipment? Like what was it that got you into just full on being like, all right, video is it. Like, this is what I want to do. It was actually the fact that they get to travel and just like, just make, st make stuff that people watch and like get passionate about the subject. Like my, my thing in zoology was conservation. And so I was doing like science and data recording, which the average Joe isn't going to read, but the people who were there and documenting what I was seeing people were going to watch it. And that was the kind of thing I wanted to, I wanted to work in something that I could share what I was doing with the rest of the world. Yeah, and it, it's just so crazy that um, you, it just was like, you were able to kind of 
find something that you're passionate about and tell its story through video. Like it's just crazy because I feel like a lot of people when they think of filmmaking or just video in general, it's just a format of, all right, I'm going to make a TV show. I'm going to make a movie. But the overarching thing that I love about it is just like the, the, the types of stories you're able to tell and the different things you can do with it. And you just being able to see that you can travel and do all this stuff and just like really, it's like the best of both worlds because you're doing video and also zoology. And it's just like, it's not a lot of people think about that, that side of it. It's like really, it's one of those mediums where you can actually, you can really just take some of your favorite stuff and kind of just make some sort of video content of it. Exactly. It's a great conglomeration. Like it does hit on the science fact that like, you know, I get to, to share a part of, of conservation and make people care about wildlife and animals and human interest stories. Like um, I haven't worked in something yet, like overseas, like, like I used to live with the Maasai people in Africa when I was doing my zoology project. And like, I would absolutely love to work on something that would tell like their personal stories and get that out there. I've yet to do it. It's, it's in my like five-year plan to do something like that. Um, but the wildlife part of it, uh, yeah, like there's so many wildlife documentaries and then people through, through watching that care more about wildlife. And then that's kind of my job in conservation too, is to make them care about wildlife and contribute to conservation and, you know, stopping poaching and things like that. So it's all like a great conglomeration and a great joining of the two careers, so to say. <laughs> <laughs> now you, you mentioned um, doing uh, work in Kenya. Now, was that your first, that wasn't, was that your first video gig or was that before? That's when you realized. That was, I wasn't there for video. I was still, um, I was still in college and I was there on a zoology project. So data, gotcha. data collection for, um, for conservation. So what was your first video project? What was the first job that you got your feet wet in and it was just like, this is it like on set? Um, I actually, ha I worked on a travel show in Florida. So I was flown to New York from New York to Florida and I worked on a travel show, which is absolutely amazing. I worked as, as an AC and a second camera operator. Um, and prior to that, I had, um, done a lot of like documentary photography work. So that's how I got connection, uh, the connection to that person who saw my portfolio and was just like, Hey, you want to get into video work? And I was like, absolutely. Yes, that's the goal. So I worked on um, a PBS show down there and it's all like snowballed from there. And it's been wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> so what are, what are some of the, like some things that happened on your first gig that was just like, wow, this is, uh, this is what I want to do. It was a small crew. It was literally me, the DP, um, a sound guy, uh, and the host and a producer. And it was just like, it was the greatest. It was so casual. And I just absolutely loved it. He, just like I was saying before, he was talking about places that he loved and things that he liked to do. And but the best part about it was that since it was a travel show, we got to do all like the touristy things. So like everything was free and we got to skip the line. And I was just like, this is just the greatest job. And like the fact that it was the first one was just like super special. <laughs> now, um, you mentioned photography. So you're doing a lot of like documentary photography. and You, you, yep. you mentioned that that kind of got you into that's where you made all the connections. Um, mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about how you transitioned from doing photography to video? Yeah. Like how um, that was I, actually, like? I actually worked with a lot of nonprofits, um, mostly overseas. Like I worked in Sri Lanka with um, the ethical tea collection. Um, I worked uh, for Fjall Raven, which is like a, a clothing apparel company. And they also do like expeditions. Um, I worked with them in Madagascar. Um, in Kenya also, I worked for Care for AIDS, which is also a nonprofit. 
Um, and from there, it just like, I made a website with like all my portfolio work and I kind of like just reached out to different um, like cinematographers and made connections that way. And then like, there's so many people just in the Beacon area alone that are documentary cinematographers. And that's how I got my first job on the travel show was just a local cinematographer who lives five minutes away from me now. <laughs> it's funny, I was talking with another uh, guest that we had on here who's also a local to the Hudson Valley, who's based out of Poughkeepsie. And we were just talking about how there's just so much potential here in the Hudson Valley in general and just how, you know, a lot of people don't realize it. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot going on up here. And exactly. um, I mean, that's, this is where I met you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just crazy that I remember, I mean, I, I'm, I met um, Kim on a small indie up here that shot, I was filling in uh, as a first team PA and I, we just started talking and then I, I got to know you and I realized what else you did. And I was just like blown <laughs> away. I was like, wait, what? Cause I think we were, I forget who we were talking to. It was, I think another one of the other, I was talking with you and the camera guys. Or something. I, I remember you mentioned that you were doing photography and stuff, and you showed me some of the things, or that either that or it was one of those things where I was like, "Oh, this person's cool." Let me see what their Instagram's like. You know, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> one of those things that I was just like, "Wow!" I was like blown away. I was just Thank blown you. away with just like the. I'm like, oh, because that's like my favorite thing of like you know you make friends on set and you find out what other interests that they're in and stuff. Exactly. It was just, it was just so interesting to see just how um, amazing this this field is you know you just meet so many interesting people and the fact that you just travel honestly it's a traveling it's just, I was just like wow I can't believe Kim has done all this stuff in the <laughs> video field it's because I've I've mostly worked on set and stuff and done a lot of narrative stuff yep. so it's like that's kind of like the only thing I really know mm-hmm. and it's another reason why I wanted to do this uh, in, in um, IFS just because I just feel like there's so many things that I don't know and also just people don't realize there are in the film industry and also just like documentary like documentary was something that I definitely was interested in in school but unfortunately our school had to cut that track mm-hmm. because of budgeting and stuff and basically just focused on the communication side of things and exactly yep. uh, film stuff so it's definitely something that not a lot of people know like what goes on behind the scenes because I guess it's not the uh, as my my guy <laughs> showing off <laughs> Aww. hey Fritz come here <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. He's just, he's just playing around. <laughs> but um, I'm just gonna. <laughs> so what's uh, what have you been up to nowadays? What are you, what are you doing now? Post COVID, it's a lot of commercial work. Um, a lot of commercial work. Uh, I have done a couple of cool documentary projects. Um, not like documentary per se, but like interviews. Um. Recently, I worked with the uh, Scripps, spelling, Scripps uh, National Spelling Bee um, that's actually going virtual this year. So I just did like an interview with one of the spellers um, locally in Massachusetts um, and a lot of just like corporate work since um, a lot of the stuff that's coming to the Hudson Valley is union and I'm still unfortunately non-union. So I'm, I'm trying to get in there. But uh, for now, um, a lot of my work is, is not really um, narrative that much. Mm-hmm. And what kind of got you into um, expanding to narrative from this like document uh, documentary background? Like what, what kind of. Just the process mostly. It's just like, there's a lot of moving parts and I always found that interesting. Like I had no idea how, like um, just how many departments there really are to make a movie like lighting and just like 
the amount of effort that goes into one single scene, you really don't realize it unless you're actually on set, how many people for like a two minute scene have worked on this and how long it actually takes to film it. It's insane sometimes. <laughs> I could imagine it's a lot different than the, what you were just telling me about, like, you know, a, a producer, what you said, it was a producer, you and- um, Like a crew of like three or four. Three people, and then it's like you jump on a, a bigger crew and it's just like- It's just like, Whoa. what the heck is going on? <laughs> this world just got way bigger. <laughs> so w besides the size and kind of flow on set, what's the biggest differences you think that when it comes to documentary work and like narrative work? Um, probably the scripted side of it. Um, like I said, just the effort, like even if like a documentary style interview, it's somebody who is completely off the cuff. Like they're just talking about something that they know personally. So there's no like lines to remember or anything like that. There's nobody um, feeding you a narrative or anything like that. But on, on a big set, like you kind of have to be a di a, an entirely different person. You can't just be yourself. You have to be in the character. Uh, so a lot of the times me being like a second AC, I have to go like close to a talent and I can't speak to them or anything because they're like in the zone and I can't knock them out of the zone because that would mess everything up and we would lose time and things like that. So that's probably the biggest difference is that um, just the characters have to be completely separate and they're not, they're not who they are. They're, it's, it's rather what they are. They're playing somebody rather than being themselves. Now, along with uh, working on these documentaries, I know you, you, you won some awards for actually mm -hmm. these projects. What are, what are some of the awards that you've won? Um, not for film, actually, but for photo. Um, I've won uh, the Nat Geo Your Shot twice. Um, I actually did uh, win an award, Emerging Filmmaker Award um, for the Explorers Club, which is a, an organization down in Manhattan. Um, I've been a featured photographer in a lot of local cafes, like coming up in November, I'm actually the featured photographer for the Art Cafe in Nyack. Um, and I've won a bunch of just like regional competitions where I've gotten um, on like billboards and things like that. So that was, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> now what's the, what's the process like that compared to like video for photography? Um, mostly it's just like a competition, so I'll, I'll enter something, but I guess it's the same thing if you're doing like a short film competition, um, like a film festival, it's, it's basically the same thing. It's just, it's just photo rather than video. And now do you, do you prefer one over the other, or do you kind of see them in the same kind of family of storytelling? Um, I do prefer film only because you get to work with multiple people. And that always makes like the process special. Like if I'm just doing photo work, it's usually just me and the client. Um, and a lot of times, like, I don't know the client. So initially it could, it could be awkward, but like some of the time, like for my Fjall Raven project in Madagascar, like I became like best friends with the client that I was hired to go there for. Um, but for video stuff, like the small crews that you work with are like, you become like super best friends. Like, a lot of my documentary stuff, I work with the same crews over and over and over again. And we're just buddies and things like that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, it's usually, I, I've when I first started, I realized um, how small this big film world is. I mean, you end up working with a lot of the same people, especially on, uh, you know, uh, projects in the same region. I yeah. mean, um, with the big I mean, Hudson Valley has been blowing up with the indie scene. So it's I, I see so many people. Um, on multiple, you know, like if I'm working on um, Winter House, I knew a few, few, few of the PAs on there. Yeah, um, exactly. Summer and Tony and everybody, like just working with them. Um, and it's just crazy. Like It's just like, I feel like before going into it and like working, it's just like, you're a little intimidated by Hollywood and like the whole like, oh my God, these people are like, 
working with stars and celebrities <laughs> and all this stuff. And then you learn it's just like another, any other job, you know, we got, you got exactly. coworkers, you're drinking coffee, you're there to come, you know, you sit around the coffee machine at three o'clock and the only thing is just the hours are different, really. Oh, I know. Um, and the jokes just, like, just get better at three o'clock in the morning. It's, it's yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. And your day, like on day 147 and it's just the same old stuff again. And you're <laughs> just like, oh, this is my 12th cup of coffee and I'm still conscious. So exactly. <laughs> My 12th cup of coffee and my 50th bag of Welch's fruit snacks. <laughs> <laughs> that and Slim Jims. That was what I lived off of. Oh, Slim Jims. I always, that's, that's my, those, those are my first to go. Like I, I get on set, I grab a handful of those, grab some <laughs> water bottles, put it in my backpack, make sure I'm hydrated. You know, grab yeah. all the goods, the comfort food. Cause I know I'm going to be somewhere exactly. for a long time. And it's going to be very, very uncomfortable. Uh, so with, touring and going to all these different places uh what what would be like one of your favorite places like where have you gone that you've just fallen in love with and either gone back or plan on going back to um i've been to thailand a bunch of times um i actually it has nothing to do with film or photo but i work with a a, a dog sterilization <laughs> um organization where we neuter dogs like street oh, wow. <laughs> dogs, cause there's just like a huge amount of street dogs there um, so we neuter the street dogs and just like let them go so they don't like contribute contribute to the population. Um, but Thailand's amazing. Taiwan's another one. Um, as far as countries that I've worked in, um, Uganda in Africa was really nice. I did um, a photo project there for the water water project, which is building wells um, in rural Africa. And I did some documentary photography out there. Um, and the, just the Ugandan people are just really nice and really welcoming and, and just wonderful people. And the scenery is absolutely amazing. If that's oh. what makes my job easier is when the people are nice and the scenery is amazing. Yeah. And it, you just meet so many interesting people. I mean, and also it, the fact that you get to travel. I mean, that's the greatest thing I think that we are give like gift that we're given is just like the ability to go overseas somewhere where it's, you know, it's not like your everyday life, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and you get to see just like other cultures and other, just other ways of life. And it's just, it, it just makes you, um, I, it just, it just really makes the world a little bit smaller. Cause I feel like everyone thinks it's such a dramatic change. I mean, everyone has their own ways of doing things, but I just feel like it's just so enriching just to learn about anybody like, like just anywhere in the world, you know, I mean, exactly. it's, it's just crazy. Are there any like um, stories or anything that you've taken from any of these places that you just like still ring with you today? Um, a lot of life lessons. Um, like I could, I've worked with people who have lived in like really squalid conditions, like in slums and um, they could be the happiest people that I've ever met and just like really have nothing, but just be in the mindset that they're alive and they're happy and life is great. And yet, like, I'll come home and somebody will be miserable over the fact that they don't have, like, something very minor, like the latest toy or something like that. When there's there's kids in the street who are playing with, like, a water bottle and they're, they're completely happy with it. And it's just, it makes me grateful to be, like, where I am. Um, and just, like, there's, like, I worked in Sri Lanka um, with a group of women who are tea, tea pickers. Um, and they make about three fifty a day and they, they carry a bag of tea on their back, which is about 50 pounds and every, and it's something that I learned on the job, every cup of tea that you, that you drink has been handpicked by always a woman 
um, because it's not a man's job, it's a woman's job. So like when you when you drink a cup of tea, when I drink a cup of tea now, like I just I can't help but think of like the woman who who picked the tea for me. And um, and it's just it makes me grateful to like think of these people now. Um, let's see. I just want to make sure I got all of this stuff that we wanted to cover. Oh, hey, buddy. <laughs> Fritz is just going to say hi real quick. Kitty. Thankfully, to the uh, power of editing, you will go away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. That so far. All right. Uh, so to get back into it, um, now with being able to go to all these different places with the documentary uh, gigs and all that stuff, what do you like? What do you prefer? Do you like being out in the field or do you like to be on set? I do like being out in the field um, just for the scenery and things like that. But as far as on set goes, just like I was saying before, like I love to hear people talking about what they like and that's always like a you're in a, like a warehouse like listening to them on a stage somewhere <laughs> but um like the b-roll is always shot like in the field somewhere and it's it's that's a lot of fun um and what what kind of stories are you looking to tell through your work like what is your what is your your mindset going into a project um basically stuff that makes people care about the world in in a way that makes you, you kind of like had touched on it that makes the world smaller and makes us more connected. Um, I would love to tell like human interest stories about people that you don't like normally think about, like just like those women in the tea fields or like the park rangers in Africa that protect the wildlife that, you know, you think of Africa and you think of the wildlife, but you don't think about the, the men and women who actually protect the wildlife and put their lives in danger um, from poachers and things like that. Um, and yeah, just basically stories that connect us all and make the world a better place. Now, do you have any uh, big, I know you just got off a job, but do you have anything lined up for you right now? Like what's the next big thing for Kim? Um, I actually have a project out in California that I can't talk much about so far. Um, but as far as that goes, I was actually scheduled to do a, a documentary project in, in uh, Southern Africa, which actually is on hold due to COVID because COVID is kind of rampant still there right now, but it's, it's still in the works. Um, but it is a, a wildlife documentary in Zambia, which I'm super excited to do. <laughs> oh, that sounds like so much fun. I mean, especially after like all this stuff, you know, it's just like, it's just nice to get start getting gigs again and just like seeing everybody back at work and just exactly. happy. And I mean, safe, thankfully safely. Uh, yeah. I know for a while it was just kind of like, you know, I mean, I don't know where you were when COVID happened, but I was, I literally started a job day two and they just shut us down and oh my gosh, it was kind of uncertain. They told us we'd be back in three weeks and that three weeks turned into a year. So <laughs> yeah, I remember that I had just like the day before the shutdown, I had wrapped something. I can't even remember. It was like a commercial or something like that. And we were all just thinking like, oh, this will pass. This will blow over. But <laughs> crazy how that oh, happened. <laughs> only if we knew. If only yep. if we knew. <laughs> um, I'm so, just excited to go to work without a mask. Like, oh, I, I can't wait gosh. until the CDC says I we know. don't have to work. <laughs> I know. And it's crazy. Like, I mean, it, it's kind of, I'm a little, I'm a little, and it's crazy. Like, I mean, it, it, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm fully vaccinated. I know a, a good portion of New York where we do a lot of our work. I mean, I mean me, I'm sorry. I know you go all over the place, <laughs> but um, 
the numbers are looking good and also just like world, uh, countrywide. So mm. I'm hoping that we're slowly getting to a safer place on set. Um, Me too. Cause it's just, it's scary. It's a little scary. I mean, it's nice that there's all these precautionary measures that are in place. There's a whole department, you know, like if anyone was going to handle the pandemic, well, it's a film set. I mean, exactly. Just the amount of times that we have to get tested and the fact that we have to wear like N95s, like, when I was working on, on a film set with all that, I didn't feel like I was in danger at all. <laughs> like that was, I could walk down the street and feel like I was in more in da- more in danger than, than being at work, which was nice. <laughs> Especially the amount of hours that you spend at work doing all yeah. this stuff, you know, it's, that was the biggest fear for me, just being exposed to, you know, a, a big crew of people for that long, you know, I mean, that's basically when they said COVID, like that's when they kind of got to like, okay, the main, you know, spread of it is in large gatherings indoors you know on i instantly thought of set and i'm like how are they gonna do this exactly i was like there's no way we can social distance there's no and way especially can, can, I, like, some departments yes but like i was just thinking about i instantly thought of camera i'm like yeah there's at least village, like, the video work. village i'm like there's at least five <laughs> people in the camera department near the camera at all times you, know, you got your ac <laughs> camera up um you just everyone's there, you know, like scene goes, you got the loader. If you guys work with a film or even with the, the cards and stuff, you got the loader there. Everyone's close by, you know, no yeah. one's like, like the way six feet to, away. Like, yeah, change lenses. Like we're all touching the same stuff. Like I was I just know. like, how is this going to work? But lo and behold, it works. <laughs> yeah. How, how has that been like with working with the camera crew, like uh, the camera team during COVID? Um, it's been totally fine. Like we've gone into set and it's like the whole set's been fogged. Um, by the COVID compliance team and everything. And I feel, I feel totally fine. Like I don't feel unsafe in, in any way whatsoever. I did in the beginning and I was just like, I don't, I really don't know how this is going to work, but like now having done it a couple of times, been, been on a couple of big sets during this, no problem. <laughs> what, ha- what has been like the major changes to the camera department because of COVID? Um, not much to be honest. Like all, the, the most inconvenient thing is probably just like the testing. Mm-hmm. everything else is just kind of business as usual now business as usual yeah. now with, with the social distancing how does that like has that like um i'm trying to think um how's that affected like has that slowed things down any at all like with takes and stuff or when it comes to like changing the setups or anything um probably the um for a while we had to wear like the face shields especially being a second ac and talent mm-hmm. like can't wear a mask obviously on camera for a while, I had to wear a face shield in addition to the mask when I was um, doing the slate and everything, which like on a hot day is, is awful, <laughs> but like it just has to be done. And I just accepted it. But, and as soon as I walked away, I could take it off again. That's that's probably the biggest like major change. Well, um, Kim, it was awesome talking to you. I love yeah, you I, I love everything that you do and everything that <laughs> you've brought to the table. I mean, it's just such an interesting life that you live and it's just <laughs> something that I've always wanted to like, I'm so glad you said yes. I'm glad you had the time to take and come on here and just talk about a little bit about yourself and about what you do and what you're passionate about. And I hope to see you on set soon because yeah, me too. it's been so long and it's just, I'm just glad everyone's, you know, finding their niche and they're getting back into it and uh, everyone's made it through alive. Yeah, I can't wait to hug everybody. It's I know, that's the biggest thing. It's over. just, I, I cannot wait to just, I mean, I'm, there's a lot of things that have changed for the good um, yeah. in the film world and just in the world in general. And um, honestly, I just, I really just can't wait to get back with 
creative like-minded people like you and a lot of the people that we've worked with especially in the Hudson Valley and all oh, that same. stuff um that's the big biggest thing <laughs> big things are coming um but it was such an awesome time talking to you thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me yeah, talk to our viewers me. um if you guys want to catch any of uh Kim's photography and all that stuff we're gonna have it in the bottom links below to her website Instagram you name it it'll be down there definitely check out her photography blew me away I mean it's it's some it's some of the most amazing stuff I've seen and well, um so <laughs> <laughs> well thank you for coming on Thank you. <laughs>